You're listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast. And now, your hosts, Brandon and Jimmy. I'm Brandon. Hey everyone, it's Jimmy. And this is another episode of Almost Got Him, a podcast about Batman the Animated Series. How you doing, Jimmy? I'm doing good. We're back for another episode. And we are back for the episode... In mine, it's called The Underdwellers. It's episode 27 of season one of Batman the Animated Series. And it's oh, an interesting one. Oh, The Underdwellers? Yes, yes. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a long episode, guys. Probably won't be a long episode, but it's going to feel long because this is a uh, it's a very unique episode. Uh, people, have, people have thoughts about this oh, one, I guess. Yeah. And I think we do, too. But before we get to those thoughts... We have from the news desk of Summer Gleason, this is a special news bulletin. Take it away, Summer. All right, Jimmy, things are happening right now in the world of Warner Discovery or whatever they're wanting to call themselves right now. I feel like we just, we always have this conversation. Yes, but literally two days after we recorded James, last time, James Gunn and Peter Safran announced their DC comic book movie and television slate. We had a lot of announcements there. One that's very important in regards to our podcast is The Brave and the Bold, which will feature our new Batman going forward. And for the first time in live action, we're going to get Damian Wayne, I'm assuming, as Robin. Jimmy. What do you think of the various movie and television show announcements that were given to us recently by James Gunn and Peter Safran? I like that we recorded the last podcast, and within a day, everything we said mattered it, not a, nothing mattered at all. Yeah, because it, James Gunn came out literally the next day with everything, and also like the next day, they uh, Colin Farrell announced that the episode count and everything for Penguin. For the so Penguin. Penguin is definitely happening now. It's well, definitely happening. We'll see. You just you can't you don't know with these guys. You just I don't think don't it's going to be Batgirl. I don't Any, I anything not. anything can change. I I'm uh, this is jumping, but I'm hearing some really bad things about Aquaman. I heard a lot of bad stuff about Aquaman. Well, Apparently this test audiences cannot get into it. Do you think it part of it has to do with Amber Heard being in there cuz I know a lot of people are very cranky about that. I I I don't know. I don't I hear she's not in it a lot. I don't think she was supposed to be even originally. So I don't I don't know. Um I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't like the first one. A lot of people liked the first yeah, Aquaman movie. I was just not into it. I love that apparently Jason Momoa has no idea which Batman shows up in the Aquaman movie. Because they well, originally filmed stuff with Michael Keaton and then the whole Batgirl thing happened. Well, I who think. could blame him for not knowing? I mean, you know. And then they filmed with Ben Affleck and then everything kind of changed within uh, Warner Media. So now uh, I believe Jason Momoa thinks that there is, is pretty sure that a Batman will be in the movie, but he doesn't know which one. He doesn't know if he's Aquaman or Lobo at this point. He doesn't even know. I do think this is the end of the road for him as Aquaman, especially if the movie is not as good as uh, they're wanting it to be. Yeah. But yeah, Jimmy, what do you think of all the announcements? Uh, we have uh, Brave and the Bold. We have a new Superman, new younger Superman movie. I think it's called Superman Legacy, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we got a Supergirl movie. We have uh, on. We have an, a, a movie about the Authority, which I think that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
on television, and you have a Swamp Thing movie. On the television side, there's a Lanterns movie, which is about Green Lanterns. You've got uh, Creature Commandos, which is going to be an animated thing. And uh, there's, there's a couple other things on the television side that I can't really think of off the top of my head. But are you excited for these movies? Are you, like, do you care? What are your thoughts on the slate that has been announced uh well the first thing that gun announced was that superman movie yeah, and i was excited one. about that even the breakdown is like superman is a is a one is is the greatest guy in a world where that's not really the cool thing to be or whatever and i'm like that's that's a great breakdown there's, of a superman movie there's there's a comic uh it's action comics number 775 it's called whatever happened to truth justice in the american way and that whole issue was just basically writer Joe Kelly's commentary on how mm-hmm. it's not cool to be uh, like Superman anymore. Yeah. At the time, there was a book, ironically, called The Authority, which they're making a movie out of soon. And Authority is, the if you don't know who they are, they're basically kind of like the Justice League, but they kill people. Like, they have no yeah. regard for human life. And those comics were very popular within your comic reading crowd. So sounds Superman like, was kind of passe at that point. That sounds like the boys to me. Well, that also, that came out around the same time as okay. well. Okay, just it just feels like maybe I've seen that, no. but it, when it was called the boys. Well, I, th- I, I, I the but authority I, I believe was before the boys too. But I'm I've already seen the boys. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm wondering kind of where they're going to go with that. Yeah, I'm actually really excited for Brave and the Bold because Brave and the Bold, if you're bringing in Damian Wayne, that means he has to become Robin. But if mm-hmm. you make Damian Wayne Robin, that means you have to address that there's been other Robins. So I think we're going to finally get Dick Grayson back on the movie screens. I think we're going to get Nightwing. I think we might get Jason Todd. I think we might even get Tim Drake out of this deal. I think we are going... They, they've they already stated that you're going to see some of the Batman family in Brave mm-hmm. in the Boat. And I think we could see a bunch of them. And that is exciting to me. <laughs> Jimmy, give me your thoughts. Okay, I'm glad you said all that because that spoken like a true comic book person. Yeah. Um, I'm not. A lot of this feels like it's in the weeds to me. Um, How so? I, I just, I, when I, the first, like I said, the Superman movie that got announced, I was like, yes, we're going back to basics. That's the only thing that was mentioned that sounds like basics to me. Yeah. Um, I'm like, because my mom likes Superman and she likes Batman, but like, she doesn't know what it, where the rest of the stuff is. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, all, it just feels in the weeds to me. I was hoping we'd go back to something a little more basic. Like, I, I, like, I, I, like, I wanted something simpler. It, it's yes. exciting that there's multiple Robins and back. But like, oh, that's a lot. Yeah. And like some people are going to be like, what? What's happening? Like well, comic book people, I'm sure, are having like yourself. It's having like, uh, this is what you always wanted. But I'm just like, you know, Iron, Marvel started with Iron Man. And it was simple, and I know and, that th- this is a different thing, but it's not because they're, they say Gunn is building a universe, but it feels very lived in when it isn't really. That's true. That is true. Um, and yeah. also, we're keeping Waller. Um, we're keeping... You, you can't get rid of Viola Davis. That, She's an American treasure. Right, but <laughs> is, isn't that really just a way that Gunn can keep his 
his peacemaker characters. I, I, that's possible, but I also I think, think it's kind of what like what uh, James, oh, no, what the James Bond movies did when they started the Daniel Craig movies. You still had Dame Judi Dench in there, even though this was a totally different continuity, just because of how beloved she was in that role. So I feel like that's what he's kind of doing with Viola Davis, and he's even kind of mentioned that he's not even sure if Peacemaker is in this universe, if I remember correctly, too. Yeah, because it's... just because. A lot of stuff that's even mentioned in the series, like Batmite, he even right. felt weird about doing that. So. And they they use the term Elseworlds, so yeah. that's where you've got your your I Robert Pattinsons and your um, your like Joaquin your Phoenix Joaquin Jokers. Phoenix and and the Teen Titan, whatever little things they want to do, yeah. and they can do fun things there. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm interested to see casting for sure. Uh, well, they've always been Warner's has always been good. Yeah, the casting part. Yeah, even the Snyder stuff. I don't like a lot of Snyder stuff, but with the exception of Ezra Miller, who we love to talk about on here, I've thought all the other castings were just amazing uh, going in. I mean, Gal Gadot, come on. She is Wonder Woman. Uh, is she? Uh, <laughs> I think she is. I think she's going to still be. I think that's why they just, they were like, let's do a... Uh, no, that's one of the TV shows, but, Amazon. But it's not a, but it's a Wonder Woman show without Wonder Woman. It's like a prequel kind yeah, of thing, yeah. right? It's like they, it's, it's supposed to be very Game of Thrones. That's what they said, Game of Thrones. I feel like they they don't know if they want to keep her or not, so they're like, let's do a prequel, so we don't have to deal with it right away. Yeah, uh, kind of thing. Not and that, it's also down the road, so they might change their mind. Y- y- too. Yeah, I, that's another thing. Half of these things will they happen? Will they happen? Yeah, they might not, because again, we've got Flash looming, and if the world loves that. A lot of things can change. Things can change. They've changed many times when it comes to Warner's. We never um, thought we'd see a Snyder cut. Put it that way. That, there's another thing. You just you just never know, and you don't don't hedge your bets because things can change just like the Thanos snap. And one movie that we do know is happening is Joker Two. And this past Valentine's Day, Todd Phillips released a photo of Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix from the movie Joker. I forget. It has like a big kind of convoluted title. La Caja like, or something like it's that. It's very French yeah. and stuff. But uh, yeah, what did you think of the picture that was released from Joker 2? Well, it's Lady Gaga and uh, <laughs> and Joaquin Phoenix. Not a whole lot to, to now, gleam from that. You know? But it, it, I, I like that they dropped that on Valentine's Day. That was nice. I kind of, I, I wonder if they're going to drop a trailer next year on Valentine's Day. Well, it's so far away. Yeah, but the movie doesn't come Does out until October. To the following, yeah. okay. Yeah, you're you can do a right. teaser. You can do a teaser. Probably right. Yeah. And but a little bit before Valentine's Day, we had Super Bowl Sunday, and on that special Super Bowl, we witnessed the Flash trailer where uh, we got to see Ben Affleck appear, and we also finally got to see the man himself, Michael Keaton. He donned the cape and cow. Jimmy, what were your thoughts on the Flash trailer? I couldn't believe it actually existed. It happened. I couldn't believe it actually happened. And I, I'm i going to be honest, even if you take out the Michael Keaton of it all, I thought it was a great trailer for the most part. It's a, it's a pretty good trailer, and it seems like it really got people excited to see to see old Michael Keaton in there getting nuts. That was my own so. my my only critique would be I would have saved the Michael Keaton part for the end of the trailer instead of it's kind of in like the beginning of the third act of that trailer. The Trader Peters, uh, I feel like the whole thing with Supergirl at the end is strangely handled. Um, yeah. I think yeah, I, I think the actual Super Bowl spot is better than the trailer because um, it's a it's like two. It's like a minute and a half shorter. Oh, yeah. And it's built more around the, the Keaton of it all. Although I do like the Supergirl stuff that we're seeing there. It's yeah, a very different yeah. version of Supergirl. But I, I, I dig 
I dig that. It's not interesting. Giving her, her 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 own movie right off the, from the get go. That's kind of my my feel about a lot of the movies and TV series that were announced. Was you got a lot of like random characters getting some pretty big things like. But we're getting a Swamp Thing movie. And for those that don't know, the Swamp Thing TV show that came out a few years ago was actually really freaking good. People seem to really like that. It was very well done. And the reason it got canceled wasn't because people didn't like it. It was because they ran out of money for it. Because it was so expensive. It sounds about right. So I just I, I think it's weird that we're having uh, two Superman characters are getting their own movies. But we don't have another Wonder Woman movie coming out. Or we don't have... You know, uh, we don't have a Green Lantern movie or a uh, Martian Manhunter. We have a Green Lantern TV Green Lantern show. show. Okay, but yeah, it's just it's just kind of weird. That, I think that that's a little weird. It's a very gun slate. Yeah, I can. It's, I as I was going through them, I was like, I can totally see that this is what you put together, and it, you're very excited about it. It sounds very good, and they're going to have amazing soundtracks. Yes, yes, and that's that's all that matters sometimes, he'll especially bring, when it comes to Batman movies. Yes, he'll bring his aesthetic to. Uh, to, to some of these things. Even though I'm poo-pooing a little bit, I'm sure I'll like a lot of these things, uh, the ones that happen. <laughs> the Batman one sounds cool. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah, I think I think that the, the Brave and the Bold and the Superman one are the two I'm excited about the most. Yeah. But, talking about poo-pooing, we're about to watch an episode called The Underdwellers, and we're going to try not to poo-poo it too much. It aired on October 21st, 1992, directed by Frank Power and written by Tom Rigger. It is episode 27 on um, on HBO Max. If you have the DVD set, it is like, it's on the first disc of the first uh, season, which is pretty. Yeah, we're going all the way back to the first disc. Yeah, this is actually Frank Power's first directed episode, and we've already done quite a few of his episodes on the podcast. So why don't we uh, get this episode set up and we can all watch this one together? That's right. We're doing a watch along to the Underdwellers. And it's going. And they're the eyes. This intro never gets out to me. This is this is an interesting episode. Do you know that there's only uh, four cast members in this entire episode? Uh, yeah, it does feel rather limited. It's considered, I think, in all of uh, DC animated projects, this is, has the few amount of like voice actors of any of them. Like any episode of any show of theirs. Is Commissioner Gordon in this episode? No. no. Okay. No, there's only Kevin Conroy, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., of course, is Alfred. You have Victoria Carroll as the matron. She's known from a Kentucky Fried movie. Uh, and also she voiced Jennifer Walters on the old uh, 80s Hulk cartoon. Oh, neat. And we also have Michael Pataki, who is the sewer king. He's a character actor with 177 uh, casting credits and... Uh, he began his career in 1958, and his career ended the year he died in 2010, where he passed away from cancer. I'll bring up something later that I like him in quite a bit. Okay. Yes. And here is the title card to The Underdwellers, which is, I guess, those uh, looks like prison bars. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. We're in the sewer. And here come some kids on a, I guess, it's a, a train car. Like, why are they doing this? Well, this episode has a few things that are just like they're telling children that maybe it's a bad idea to play chicken on top of trains. Well, this was actually a 
this scene was put in from the studio. Oh, it, it feels like it. Yeah. Because another, th- once again, this is like the sixth episode they produced. They just didn't release it for a while. But the early days, the studio wanted them to put in some like PSAs to kids. Oh, well, there's another one, one later, there isn't is? there? There yeah. is. Oh, I think. Oh, I, I might have missed that one. There is another the one, one. I actually like read up on. Oh, the other one later is very much. So why was this, why was this pushed back? Is it? What was I, I think that was just kind of what they did. We've noticed a lot on. That's true. While That's doing true. the show alone. It's Being, just. Well, I'm guessing maybe they just thematically want to do certain episodes at certain spots. I think some of it might have even had to do with Robin, because we didn't get Robin for so long in real time, even though he's in the second episode ever produced, which is Christmas with the Joker. I didn't know if it was a quality. Not that I'm saying this episode is is, is not uh, (laughs) below (laughs) par. I like that you say that as Batman enters and looks nothing like Batman. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Oh, man, the animation in this one is hard to get through. And right now, a train is going off, and we see rays of light in the distance. What are the rays from? Oh, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like a a bat, a bat symbol or whatever. So that opening does that has nothing to do with anything. No, it's just yeah, a nice just, way. That of was one of those PSAs that okay uh, that Fox wanted them to do early. Apparently, they got out of doing it fairly quickly, but this was still one of those episodes. I don't think it's a bad little. There's the matrix. truncated little thing it's just it's kind of weird that it doesn't pay off at all well it's, he's saving some children he does tend to save some children yeah. in this episode that was a pretty cool move that batman just uh, yeah he just did that that I was nice to, that was nice i've always wanted I to grab a ladder that. and slide down i would advise you not to try that you're in your 40s that's true i wouldn't be able to <laughs> it do it not be well oh the matron just passed out batman batman's is batman in his 40s here he's 30 year old man. he's got to be like a 30 something year old man okay. he's not quite ben affleck here yet it's I true he's probably more keaton at this point and here's the, that kid. Do, does the kid have a name in this? Frog. Is it Frog? Yes. Oh, okay. I guess it has to do with the green. Was that her name, Montoya? Or that's just, that's no. just a random lady cop, I think. No. His name is Frog, like in Smoking the Bandit. That's uh, Sally Field's uh, nickname. Oh, Sally Smokey Fields. calls her Frog. Because he's kind of cute like a frog, and I'd like to jump her. That's what he said. <laughs> that's he's from the mouth wrong. of Burt no. Reynolds, not myself. So, leprechauns. Leprechauns. <laughs> oh, yeah, they thought, they thought a frog's a leprechaun, don't they? Yes, they they they, may, they, they might mention it a few times. I think they do. There's, we're in the Bat Cave. I'm glad we at least get Alfred in this one. I, th- I like, uh, you know me, I like me some sassy Alfred. He's getting down to some music right now. Some like Bach or it's, or it's sh- Brahms. Brahms. Yep, it's it's for those that don't know, we're watching this on mute with subtitles. With the subtitles, so we just and see, it's very helpful actually. We just see the word leprechaun. This is, has displayed fifteen times in the last thirty seconds. <laughs> Leprechauns. And what do you think of the animation in this episode, Jimmy? Um, yeah, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't mind some of this. Um, it didn't. I mean, this episode sticks out for other reasons. It wasn't so much the animation of it all, uh, to be honest. So. Uh, this episode was made by the animation studio Junio, and they were almost fired after this episode because Bruce Tim absolutely hated the way this really? looked. He said this episode didn't look nothing like the rest of the series because of how mm. uh, Japanese influenced the uh, animations were. Huh. So yeah, Bruce Tim uh, and I believe uh, I, I believe Frank Power hates this one as well, and he's the one guy that directed this episode. Some of the animation on the children uh, mm. kind of sticks out a little bit to me. They said another thing that was kind of a problem with this episode was apparently the, the guys that were doing the storyboards at the time were really hard to work with. Mm. And apparently they were extremely hard to work with in this episode because th- th- everything kept getting lost in translation. And here is our little sweatshop of children. 
this is an episode that always kind of did stick out to me as a I guess because I was a kid when I saw it. I, yeah. But I never could remember. I was like, what's the one with the kids underground? I, I remember. Like was, I actually remember watching this. I, I always remember that kid right there with the butt teeth for one. And, oh, yeah, butt yeah, teeth yeah. And, and overalls and nothing under the overalls. And I also remember it as a kid because this was one of the few episodes when I was young that I was absolutely bored by the whole time. By the way, that kid just hit himself with a shovel really bad. And he has like no blood or scrape uh, or anything. Of course, yeah. Or putting a tourniquet on it. Well, I certainly wouldn't say this episode is boring. Oh, wow. There are that, some things that are very, that are just like, what? Yeah. Oh, man. This is, so how does Sarah King get all these kids? Well, this is a very, you know what this is? This is like an Oliver Twist, kind of like a Fagin yeah. oh, it's kind a, of story. Yeah, yeah. They, it, they said online that that was actually kind of the intent was Oliver Twist. I, I like that. I dig that, that part of the thing. Like, I've always liked that sort of Fagin sort of thing. I'm, I'm going to, you know, the way here they take it, this guy is just the worst. But like, you know, the child labor of it all is not very fun. This, but fun. the <laughs> idea of like training these kids. So like, st- that's what the kids were doing, all like stealing stuff from yeah. the ladies and yeah. whatnot. That's, that's, fun. A, that's fun. That's, that's fun a fun idea. plot element. Um, fun fact is this, Sarah King was originally supposed to victimize these kids, but, uh, the standards and practices would not allow for any kids to be tortured or even treated meanly. So that's why they're just stealing stuff instead. Originally, he was supposed to be really, really mean to the the kids. He does seem pretty mean though. I guess maybe uh, threatening violence or something like that's what they kind of meant there. What do you think of, uh, his take on this, the Sarah King character, the, the actor's? I believe his what was his name Michael Pataki. Uh, well, I like Michael Pataki's voice. Um, Michael Pataki, you might know him as George Liquor American from uh, Ren what? and Stimpy. Really, uh, I didn't know that. Yes, yes, I actually have uh, his son Jimmy the Idiot Boy because his name's Jimmy on oh, a little pencil right topper yeah. right next to me. So, uh, and I'm a Ren and Stimpy guy. I love uh, John Kay's a deplorable human being, but uh, also a genius. Um, so I do like yes, very deplorable. I, I like Pataki's voice uh, in this. It's a very strange, like like I did earlier. The yes, yes, that's it's very, very over the top. Of yeah, it's Jenny. very over the top. Um, I want to talk more about with this villain where I think they're getting the inspiration for this villain, but I want to push it off till okay. to our, my critique, our little, our little grading scales later, but he certainly has a flair. Yeah. He's very got the flair for the dramatic and theatrics right now. Frog is escaping the sewers and going among the world. It looks, yeah. I was just wondering how were these kids maybe homeless or they, Lost between the cracks. I don't know how Sewer King could, obtained these children. It could have been. He has like a whole army. Yeah, they don't go too much and, into the... Into and they the, haven't like rose up against them because they really right. could. He's just one man. He doesn't even have like henchmen or anything like that. Do you think the leprechaun thing is a bit of a stretch? I think that was... I don't know why they stayed on that for so long. It's just because he was a short kid with wearing a green hoodie. I just, I don't get that. That art looks really weird there. By yeah, it did. Way. It looked when, like he had a mustache. It was just weird the way the It looked kind of renaissance Yeah, the way randomly enough beware the sewer king is what we are seeing on the walls that right should have been the name of the episode that, yeah it's not the name oh it's the yeah. underdwellers yeah. yeah it should have been yeah beware the sewer king that sounds like a like a name of a comic book yeah which i don't believe the. i think the sewer king's an original i'm pretty sure he's the original he's the i did read be. that he was the first original villain he that was, created for yeah. this show since <laughs> but since this was pushed back that yeah, makes sense yeah, yeah. like I said this was the sixth i believe yeah showed on there produced episode of the entire series and it got pushed back to episode 27 so they're really more hobbity 
Very like with the little green things they're wearing there. And the art's not making me think of the old Hobbit cartoons. Yeah, a bit yeah, too. yeah, exactly. I think like when Frodo's all bundled and like mm-hmm. Liv Tyler's like got him on the on the horse. That's yeah. what they kind of remind me of little tattered things there. And r- right now, Frog is running into look like some kind of duck. And Batman totally didn't look for him there, even though he's the world's greatest detective. But maybe he knows exactly where he's going to come out at, because that's the way Batman rolls a lot of the time. And there's an SK. Oh, I did not like that. <laughs> what happened there? I, oh, the crotch shot. No, I just, I don't like that the Sewer King has an SK on his door. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that. I may have to amend my things I hate at the end of the episode because I didn't like that. You ready for a cliche? Because here comes a train after a kid that fell onto the tracks. Well, we echo that later. We because did. another we thing did. happens with the train. Because I thought, I, thought I thought something else was going to happen there later. Yeah. And I feel like they kind of chickened out. Because there's a lot of like talk about... like. Like Batman kind of wants to off King at one point in this. I think that's the one thing that one of the things that the main thing that stands out is that Batman yeah. actually makes a point of listen. Yeah, he, he, I I could just kill you and I wouldn't feel bad about it. Like that really sticks out to me. It's like this was beyond well because Batman you know had trauma as a child. I wish that sort of was more of a thing. What's this, in this right here? Batman? Okay, I love this. I love that he has like a hypnotizing oh, thing. Oh, so he doesn't know where the y- yes, Batcave is. Yeah. That's what I thought that might be, but yeah. I wasn't sure if I was reading that right or not. I feel and like Batman has that in 89. Like he's so, he, he has a light. Yeah, he flicks he on light, that light, yeah, so light. it's sort of, uh, Vicky Vale can't see what's happening. By the way, the, the roads into that um, cave are very, very dangerous. Yes. <laughs> there's like no railings or anything, and they're so slender. Even a good driver might have a hard time with that. I feel like this is probably your favorite part of the episode. Uh, Alf- Alfred does well in this episode. He, he does. He does. I got to give it to you. Alfred is maybe the shining light of this particular episode. Yeah. He, he, uh, yeah, him, him and the way that he tries to help parent frog is very, very interesting. Do they ever say what happened to, I uh, know this is chipping ahead. Did it say what happened to the kids after this? Uh, Did they go to an orphanage or something? No, no. They have kind of that moment at the end where they come into the light, and I guess they're going to find their homes or yeah. wherever they're from. I don't know. It doesn't really... This, this. What do you think of this scene, by the way? Right now, Alfred's trying his best to get Frog out of bed. And... So he can put him in the bathtub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, I don't like the kid with sunglasses. It like, feels very nineties. It feels by the way. very not. I mean, I I get that like they're like, oh, they've been underground, and but like he's in a house. Like, do you have to put the sunglasses on him? Like, like he's like Kid Vid from the Burger King Kids Club. Yeah, it just yeah, seems yeah. that's that's who he. Yeah. Like. Otherwise, I like all this. I mean, the kid's a little too like rambunctious. He's too rambunctious. Yeah, it, and he's literally being thrown into the shower right now. And I know he's. I know that the Sewer King is like, don't talk. So he they don't talk. But it just kind of makes it feel weird. That also, he's not did, saying anything. Why did the kids listen to that? I, don't, I feel like there's a lot of dark stuff that we're not being told. There is, and they don't want to go there, and I don't really I blame them blame from them not there. going there. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go there if it was something other than a kids' cartoon. Do you know? And right now, where's Sir King getting all this amazing food? I guess it's been stolen from. Uh, this is very much like in uh, uh, Return of the King when like he's like eating. In front of the in front of the Hobbit, yeah, yeah, he's like biting into like the he's like sing for me, Master Hobbit. That's what this, this scenes remind me of. It's been a very Lord of the Rings episode yes. of the podcast, by the way. Oh, there are girls there. I thought it was yeah. all boys for some reason, but there is a there is a little girl in 
the Hero King's domain currently, and he's very animated. Once again, we're not listening with sound, and watching him do all this gallivanting in quiet makes it even more obvious how theatric he is. He has a flair. He just pushed over the table and yeah. stepped on a, on a chicken yeah. on a drumstick. He wasted perfectly good food, and he looked like a giant right there next to the kids. Mm-hmm. So this is one thing I don't get. So Alfred... We assume Alfred got the kid into the shower, but the, <laughs> but, but the kid is still wearing horrible clothes, even though he's in a mansion with tons of clothes and tons of kids' clothes because, you know, there's a decoration somewhere or whatever. But, yeah, he still looks dirty. And I was about to ask, why do, you think that the, why do you think that the Bruce Wayne's mansion has a bunch of kids' clothes in it? Why do you think <laughs> because that? Because he, he, uh, he had a Robin there for so long. Well, Alfred is a butler. Oh, <laughs> And now Frog is running away because I think he heard Jimmy's joke. <laughs> and, um, Alfred's looking for the child. Yes. <laughs> it's like, where is that kid at? What did? And, All right. and now he's having fun. Now he's like Kevin McAllister. Like, yeah. this is going a little bit too. Like, this was a fun little plot. Well, originally, it felt like, okay, he's doing this weird because he's like, feels like he might get in trouble or he doesn't like the light. Now he's starting to have fun, which doesn't really now, make a lot of sense. But I like that Batman I like this part. says this. I wish uh, I wish it was more expanded upon. Yeah. Like, I wish... Like, I don't think I was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, if, it, if they had a conversation of, like, you know, Alfred, was I that far? Oh, it's... Uh, yeah. Like, I wish that kind of... Uh, I wish it went a little deeper. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, the kid just grabbed a gun. Oh, here's... Here, here's the other Here's the BSA. Game. Yeah. And, and Batman spells it out right here. Children Guns do not mix. So Bruce just has a room with... Guns, which he hates guns. Batman hates guns. Why does he have a gun room? It seems weird. And I mean, 89, he has that whole room full of stuff. But I mean, Burton didn't read a comic, so he didn't know any of that stuff. It's just like he has like suits of armor and all that kind of stuff. That's such an important part of the mythos there. But that's just put there so they could have that... Because it doesn't doesn't come back at all or anything. It doesn't come back at all. But yeah, I I didn't figure that, that that is another PSA right there. So Batman and Drogov return to the underdwellings, if you will, and they're seeing all these kids. Once again, Sewer King has like no security or henchmen. I don't get why these kids are just staying here. I think it's interesting that he doesn't have any kind of help. Wait, wait, he's got his alligators. And now Batman's taking a bunch of pictures of children. We'll talk about that later. Okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if we were going yeah, to... Yeah, I'm biting my tongue out. for some of these things because I'm like... I, I, I feel I'm, like you're saving a lot. Wait, wait, I want to talk about this later. Why doesn't Batman just be like, "Hey, let's all leave right now," instead of going to fight Sewer King? Well, because he has, we've got, we've got alligators. That's the best part of this whole episode is that this man has alligators and to here, fight Batman. This child looks very hobbity. Actually. Yes, he does. The one yeah. that Frog just hugged. Yes, he's like a he's like the Pippin Tuke. And here's Batman's great plan: was ring the bell and break that, and break that thing down. <laughs> <laughs> here come all the children. I feel like Batman knows a lot for. Why is he ringing a bell? I don't know. I think he's trying to make a point. But the thing, like, oh, he, the, the, kid, the kid doesn't talk, so it's not like he should know all that's going on here. Maybe that's, is that what the Sewer King did to, to have them all come out? So that Bruce, he's it, like, come out, come out, wherever you want. Oh, here we uh, go. Here, what do you think of these gators? I love the gators. I love the gators. They're, they remind me of the gator from Hook. Yes, yes. So, so big. Less Dustin Hoffman, though. I feel that was one of their first ideas. They were like, we need a villain with some gators. That, and they that, came up that with some of this The timing stuff. would actually yeah. probably line up. Oh, now he can use the bell. 
it just, yeah, it just got into his mouth there. But Batman's about to do something really horrible to a gator. Oh, I don't like it. That's, uh, that, that, this is spoiler, not, that's going to be brought up later. This too. is not how you do this. I've watched enough Steve Irwin. I know there's a, a crocodile, but like you do it the same kind of way. I don't, I don't, that, that's not right. I don't, I don't like it at all. He I don't just like tied it up an alligator. He just like, hog tied like, an alligator. Like it's a rodeo. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't like that animation at all. But it's about to get worse because one of these gators is about to really get messed up. Here it is. Batman's raging his, his face and then boom. He just killed a gator. <laughs> He just killed that gator. He just has a really bad toothache. <laughs> they even said, uh, I looked online, like it's impossible for a gator to survive a snap like that. Well, I how mean, many gators does he have? I thought he only had two. I think he, he just, well, one just, at least three. One just suffered a fate. Well, that was the one. Maybe it is just two. Because well, well, he had two in the, well, the, in the hero show. tied up. So one's oh, yeah, dead and that's one's tied one's up. So now we have at least four. Well, later we have like, doesn't he drop in the water and he's like, they're not going to eat me. Oh, that, that was where I thought they were going to the trigger i thought they were gonna do it too oh, i wish man, they kind of would have should have it's such a missed opportunity we're about to get there we'll elaborate a little bit but again that. they want to have that moment at the end where batman's like i've come it's, across some shit in my time but i'll take you out yeah it's once again it's like that episode of super friends we brought up early in the podcast where they, they threw two spiders off the bridge but then you had to see them walk yeah. back out oh there's four gators there where are all these why are there so many gators in gotham city well there's a croc Oh man, you went there. You'd think they'd give them to to him. You, you they already you did think, that. They already did this think. before, way before they did Killer Croc on the yes. show. So yes. Well, Sewer King looks like he has Batman. Sewer King might actually defeat Batman right here. For a minute, I thought you said Serial King. I was like, I wish that, that was a... <laughs> that's more of a Jimmy. <laughs> that would be right if there. I were in Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> you would fit yeah. the mo there. Nutritious breakfast, Batman. <laughs> Non-nutritious breakfast and children don't miss. Or <laughs> stop it, Alfred. <laughs> no, 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 Alfred, no, Alfred. What just happened? Uh, see, uh, so he falls. Looks like to his death right there, right to the gators, and they jump after him. That's yeah. that's. He should be dead. Well, he, he said he said they're not going to eat me. Should be dead right there, and that would have been a nice irony too. Yeah. They're not going to eat me, and they do. Would have been. Now there's like six, four, five, there's six alligators there. He's got a bunch of them. They're his pretties. They're not very pretty. I like that something loves him. Um, and yeah. You know? Yeah. Still he still should have bought it there. That was a... Because you, you wouldn't say that, oh, Batman killed him because he fell on his own on accident. Yeah. Could have been just Batman got lucky, you know? So Sewer King continues to run. What do you think of Sewer King's uh, look, by the way? We haven't really talked about his design. Uh, I got more ideas later. <laughs> I don't want to hold out, but I'm like, I'll spoil every when, when we get to our gonna love later. when we get to our subjects. It's like, but now I, I know what they're doing with this. I know what they're doing with this. It's it, it, it is very Captain Hooky, I think, but we'll save that for later. And Batman still, Batman should not be having this hard of a time getting Sewer King, in my opinion. And we're back on the train track. Will he die this time? Here comes the train. Those Jeez, trains I'm are always running guys. down down in Gotham. But Batman pulls him out of the way. Why? 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 He always does that thing. This is where he where he tells them that he wants to kill him. Yeah. This time I am surely tempted to do the job myself. I thought that was cool. I dig that, yeah. 
like even Batman has his limits and it's like this guy was almost my limit I would have just let the train take him down and the children are getting used to the light they're coming back up right now we don't know where their parents are we don't know if their parents even care that they were gone I don't like this ending well you don't <laughs> I, who's that woman was she just with the adoption I, age I find this or? panda Batman is it should be more dramatic it just doesn't it doesn't have any weight to it like looks like he should have binoculars I don't know it just <laughs> and he, what's that what's he Dracula <laughs> Like I it just fades that, out. Like, I don't know. And it just, if we're on credits. It just now. didn't work, that ending part. Like, I get the children come out through a sewer lid, and that's cool. But, like, I don't know. That They just threw that in the last minute, Batman doing Bill Lugosi. <laughs> now, I know you think the, the ending didn't work, but tell me, Jimmy, how Batman begins. Jimmy, at the beginning of every episode of Batman the Animated Series, we get to see a what I like to call a title card. We see the title of the episode and then an illustration that kind of is like the cover to the comic book that is the episode. What did you think of the title card of The Underdwellers? Well, I like the simple image of a sewer grate and shadow, but I, the font placement is weird. Oh, how's that? It just, it's right over the grate. I don't know. I, and also, again, they're using the Mistral font, which I used to use on Public Access. So it's like, <laughs> why are they using the font I use on a Public Access show on this Batman product? It just feels weird. I like the, um, it, it's almost like It. It reminds me of like uh, when Pennywise is like looking through the grate or whatever. Oh, yeah. It yeah. reminds me of that. That's kind it's of, a nice image. I about that. And again, I don't like the title. Now that we just saw Fear of the uh, Sewer. Be, beware the Sewer. Yeah, that should have been the title. Been it would have been better with the Sewer grate. Um, it's a nice image. I just don't like the the font placement of the underdwellers, and I don't. I guess I don't like the title either. I didn't. I, I didn't care for the title. I uh, I also didn't care for the image because, to me, it looked like a prison cell or something. Yeah. And I guess you'd say that the uh, the stewards are the prison for these children, but I just didn't get. I didn't think. I didn't get the connect with the story for that. And I think you can kind of see him like there's like a cape kind of in the darkness. So, or maybe that was one of the children, probably one of the children looking up through the grate. It just it should have been an image like that, like a kid looking through the grate or something like that. It could have been more dramatic. It just, yeah, it just didn't really land. It didn't really land for me. But the question is, did any great lines land for you? Because holy speech, Bubble Batman. What were your favorite quote? What was your favorite quote? From the Underdwellers. So be honest, you might have felt the Leprechaun subplot was silly, but wasn't it all worth it to hear Alfred say, Rise and shine, Master Leprechaun. Oh, man. Oh, man. And also, <laughs> you'll feel much better when you're clean. <laughs> <laughs> that made me cringe. <laughs> loved it. So badly. I, I liked it. Uh, I, I mean, I, it's not good, but I good. it tickled me. It's it not just good at all. It, like Alfred was giddy to, I, to bathe and feed this child, <laughs> and I just I liked it. It doesn't work, but I liked it. Uh, my favorite my favorite quote was from Batman when he's looking at the Gators and and he says, "And I thought you were endangered." I just thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I also liked. I liked that we talked about it. The Batman sees the kid, and he's like, "I wonder if that was so much trouble." I wish that were expanded upon. Now, yeah, that I almost put actually. Uh, I don't like this. Li this line just as cheesy as the one you said, but the random police officer, like, leprechauns and Batman, what's Gotham coming to? <laughs> Again, it's just like very like okay. okay, like it's like dad jokes in this Batman episode. They're just filling time at that point. Yeah, it just kind of feels like it. Well, Jimmy, wait till they get a load of me. Wing freak terrorizes. Wait till they get a load 
till they get a load of me, Jimmy. Who is your favorite character of the, the Underdwellers? Dwellers? Is there really only four speaking characters and one mute character that you, that you could choose from? So who is it going to be? Uh, is yours Alfred? No. It's not? The reason it's not Alfred I'm so surprised. is literally because of the quote you just said. It's because of his excitement of bathing a child. I could, I couldn't, in good conscience, pick Alfred. <laughs> well, mine was Alfred. Uh, I, and that, there, there's and no, I almost went with Alfred, but that was just. I don't I think there's so any ill content. Oh, there's not. There's no, not. I just it's think just, it's a weird scene. <laughs> I just thought that was a nice, like it was a fun little, <laughs> it's a fun little subplot. I wish like it was more like. I wish we got more of the Bruce line of like, well, what was it like to, I wish there was more of a connective tissue between Alfred and Bruce of what Bruce was like when he was a kid. But, um, I think it's, I think it's fun to watch Alfred feed, bathe and put a child to bed. (laughs) Other than the rest of the stuff in the episode, it's, it's, it's kind of fun. It goes a little far and that kid's a little too rambunctious for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I picked Batman because look, there's only four characters to choose from. Uh, I'm not a Sewer King fan. Uh, the kid that didn't really do much. The one woman just passed out, and that's all she did. Yes. And Alfred w- had a little bit of some weird dialogue, but so I put Batman mainly because I think Kevin Conroy did really good in this episode. Yeah. So true. Yeah, Batman was my pick for the Underdwellers. But the question is, who's your pick for the Condiment King Award? The Condiment King Award, Jimmy. Who was your least favorite character? in the underdwellers well brandon batman is our protagonist and he's come across a lot of villains and scumbags in his time but the fact that he almost considers this particular scumbag to not even be worthy of actual justice the fact that he wants to outright kill the sewer king that kind of nails it for me it's the sewer king yeah but let me say this for the sewer king he's the best ninja turtles villain batman ever fought explain he's a little rat king yeah. It's in the sewer. I was about to say Rat King. Yeah. He's a little Casey Jones. Really? He's Where got Casey Jones from? Because he's demented. Okay. If you watch the 90s oh. cartoon, there I would not leave children or women or anything alone with that Casey Jones. He's the, a madman. So I've, I've been reading the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics recently, and Casey Jones is psychotic. He's a psychotic person. Yes. He literally becomes a vigilante because he's bored. Yes. That he's bored That's the way and it he reads. can do it. And as... Reading those books, that's the way it was the first like couple years. As the book goes on, they have him accidentally kill somebody. Mm-hmm. And they start to humanize him from there. That's when they put him with April. And it's that stuff's really good. I, I bet I don't like... I don't, uh, it it I, works I, in the book. I, I probably did, but I just I like when he's a madman. very man. natural growth. Yeah. But, uh, I didn't even yeah. like it in the 90s movie where they were like a together. I just didn't like... I like Casey Jones to be an insane person. But and yeah, April's just like, get this way. guy away from me. That's I prefer that. I and also, him. also, Sue King has alligators, so that's your leatherhead. That's so leatherhead. leatherhead. Yeah, and yeah. it's like he's got the missing lens in one eye. I could see Playmates Toys like doing a riff on that as an action figure. Yeah, uh, seeing uh, his whole look, the eye, the the coat, the red coat that mm-hmm. flows like a cape. That was he's perfect for an action figure. But I'm guessing mm-hmm. that never happened. No. No, I I just feel that they went with, and it's in the sewer. This is a this is some kind of Ninja Turtles villain that they're going for here. I know that was a a little past its time, um, but that's what the character. A lot of this reminds me of a Ninja Turtles cartoon. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this episode was in the sewers. But Jimmy, let's get nuts. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. 
Let's get nuts, Jimmy. What were your favorite moments of the Underdwellers? Uh, I didn't put this in the quotes part, but I like Batman just pacing around the Batcave saying, leprechauns? <laughs> I, I want to make a supercut of just ba- shots of Batman brooding and talking about leprechauns you put uh, that while up pacing. And, you should put that up uh, St. Patrick's Day. Week. I might do it. <laughs> it's coming soon. I like the hypnotizing Batmobile light to, That's fun. to knock out the That's boy. <laughs> uh, I love Michael Tacky as the voice of Sewer King. He was, as I said, he was in Ren and Stimpy. I'll insert a clip right here. Hello, I'm George Licker. American. <laughs> uh, and I like Batman fighting alligators. That's fair. That's fair. I actually put Batman fighting alligators as well. Um, I put Alfred balling out to that uh, Brahm classical music. That was I nice. That was fun. That was nice. Uh, even though Alfred had some weird uh, lines, <laughs> we got some sassy Alfred. Yeah. I'm always a fan of that. You just need to take it down a little bit. Take it down a little bit with the kid. Take and, it down. and the one thing I did think the episode did well was I thought the score was really well in yes. this episode. It really set the mood mm-hmm. and it I thought that was done exceptionally well. But Jimmy, what were your Martha moments for the underdwellers? Martha, why did you say that name? Oh, stop! Please stop! Why did you say that name? It's his mother's name. Improper handling of alligators by Batman. This is not the way you hogtie an alligator. You throw a blanket over their eyes and blind them, uh, and then they're pretty much done for. That's what Steve Irwin would have done to a crocodile. That's what he I, would want. I don't I don't like that at all. We talked about the weird anti-gun message out of nowhere that doesn't connect to anything. Yeah, Batman should not have a gun room. That's on mine. Nope. Batman snapping pictures of malnourished children like he's Sally Struthers in a Christian children's <laughs> fun commercial from 1987. Yeah, that was kind of creepy. Why was he taking pictures? I don't. I guess he said this. He was is, saving them. He's like, this is proof or something. But like, what do you need? The, the yeah. kids come out. What do you need that for? It's not for his personal collection, hopefully. Uh, there's a part with a policewoman driving and who is almost hit by an oncoming, oncoming Batman, and for a yeah. split second, you can see the bat symbol in her reflected eyes. in her. Not Batman. The, the bat, bat symbol. symbol. Strange. Uh, I would have preferred the alligators eat Sewer King like he's <laughs> Molaram at the end of Temple of Doom. <laughs> but it's by the way that ending. Slave children emerging into light. That's Temple of Doom. That's Temple of Doom. Like this is, is. To, it's a total Temple of Doom ending. A lot of this episode, yeah, this Ninja Turtles an episode. and Temple of Doom. Two yeah. things I love, but they're a little weird in this particular episode of Batman. Yeah. Yeah, my Martha moments, uh, the art and animation, I think, are just not good for most of the show, especially the first act. It's really, really mm-hmm. choppy in the first act. Little Some loosey-goosey mm-hmm. stuff with the kids running around and stuff. Yeah, we have... A lot of child labor in there. Um, the way the Hero King speaks, I thought was just annoyingly cartoony. I it's know a, you liked it, it's but a, I it's a choice. It. I wouldn't it's say very that much I. A choice. I didn't like it until I was like, "Oh, it's Michael Taki. I like him." I didn't like the kid falling on the tracks. Cliche when an oncoming train is coming. Uh, that path Bruce drives in with Cave was super not safe. Alfred physically making a kid shower is quite <laughs> odd. It's <laughs> funny. Um, why didn't Alfred give the kid new clothes? That's weird. Uh, yeah. Batman is amused. I I I actually I actually liked when Batman was uh, amused by struggling Alfred. Yeah, but, that's funny. Yeah. But the main thing I had was Batman just straight up kills an alligator. That's yeah. weird. We already had that episode where he's like experimenting on a on a cat. So he was really mean to that wolf man too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was like talking down on him. It's almost racial. It's weird. <laughs> Come on, man. We, we You're know a Batman. You're a Batman. He's a wolf man. Are you that much better <laughs> than a wolf man, Batman? Come on. 
but yeah, we I think we had quite a bit more Martha moments than moments we actually really liked on this one. We did. And, we and by did. the way, I forgot to give you my Condiment King Award earlier. I just realized that my least favorite character was the Sewer King. I would think so. I wanted to yeah. make sure that was clear. So, Jimmy, why don't you explain the grading system we do each and every uh, time we get together for Almost Got Em? Well, I come up with something specific for this episode to grade it with. We go out of five. And what will it be this time? We are going with Games of Chicken on Top of the Gotham City Transit System. And for the, for the record, one being that you don't really like it that much, five being that you absolutely love it. Jimmy, what grade did you give this particular episode, The Underdwellers? Uh, there are some things in this episode that tickle me. Um, but pr- not Alfred, though. I mean, not Alfred tickling <laughs> I think Alfred me. Would tickle Alfred does tickle me. He seems like he wouldn't. Butler, would okay. Yeah, no, but I'll knock that one out real all, quick. All of, he's the butler. All of that, but but these are not good things. Um, they tickle me. Um, and I like some things about the Sewer King, but that none of this is good. It's um, not good at all. This, yeah, I think this is the worst episode we've watched so far, possibly. Do you think? Ah, uh, it's or? it's up. What's something that we really? I remember we didn't like Eternal Youth. Where uh, that's better because Poison, Poison Ivy's in that. It's better. Turns... And Alfred is that's another Alfred episode, right? Yeah, he's better in that. that one. Um, Him and his what lady was the other friend. One we didn't like. There was. I feel like there was one not too long ago we gave a one. Uh, to. What's the one with the two mobster guys who are unrelated to oh, anything? Oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Cape and Cow Conspiracy. Is that that That's one? a better story. That story is is good though. That's yeah. from a comic. That, that, it is. Yeah. So that that was. I think that one was better. Yeah. This one has some guilty pleasure things for me, but it's not a good... I think this, is, good. this yeah. is a one. I'll give it a one. I give it a 0.5. Zero? Wow. 0.5. I just really did not care for this episode. It was hard to get through. This my, This is your meter stick. This is this is kind of... It's kind of low, yeah. No. But what's, uh, what's fun about this episode was before we came up with that, the fact that we were definitely going to do this podcast, this... This and the next episode, uh, Night of the Ninja, were like one of the reasons I kind of wanted to do the podcast mm-hmm. because, yes, it's fun to talk about some of the great, a lot of the great episodes, but it's also I think fun to watch the really bad ones. So gives a lot of things to talk yeah. about. Which, by the way, the spoiler for the next the next episode we're going to do is Night of the Ninja. So get ready for that one next time around. So it was a zero, but a zero out of what? Out of five. Uh, five what? Zero point five out of five children riding on <laughs> Gotham Transit. What what you got it? children on the brain. It's uh, games of chicken on top oh. of the Gotham City Transit system. Did you just say I had children on yes. the brain? Five, zero out of five children in Alfred's bathtub. There we go. I'm surprised you didn't go with that one. <laughs> Should have. <laughs> now, now, Jimmy, let people know how they could uh, keep up with the podcast and all that good stuff. Uh, well, the episodes are posted on uh, YouTube at IAP Films, but probably the better way to do it is go online to your podcatcher of choice. Apple. Uh, your Apple. Spotify. Spotify. And find them there. You search for almost uh, got them there and leave us a, a good review and uh, five stars. All that would five be cool. stars. Yeah, and uh, you can go uh, to the Facebook and we have a page yes, there. Yes, we do. Uh, almost got on podcast. Yeah, we do updates about pretty much anything Batman related mm-hmm. on there too. And any kind of WB stuff, all kinds of stuff going on. So we'll keep yeah. you keep you up to date on all that good stuff. Well, Jimmy, like I said, next time we're going to do another watch along, but this time it will be Night of the Ninja. Oh, I can't wait. I hope you're excited for that one. So, So until then, Jimmy, let's go into that dark night.
See you later, alligator. All right, I'm no. out. I'm out. No. See you later. You're fired. Brandon, you'll feel much better when you're clean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that feels like good. That's, that's it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast. <laughs>